health wise, um, how are we doing, ladies? Uh, so we're in quarantine. <laughs> we have COVID with the rest of um, America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're in quarantine and we have COVID. Um, this year or not this year, this week, um, was a roller coaster for sure. Uh, went into work Wait, on Monday. Sorry. You're both positive. You're not just contact or no. Oh yeah, positive. we're both positive. <laughs> yeah. Do you know if it's Omicron, Omicron, whatever Cron? I bet it, that it is. I don't know. It just says positive. Just like, I got the Rona. I got yeah. the COVIDs. Okay. Um, All right. Continue, I, I would please. dare to say that it is. Okay. That's the one. That's the one going around. Super transmissible. Sorry, I interrupted, Lana. I just. I just do. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm not sorry. I'm, I'm no, just gonna, you're all good. <laughs> I'm going to fake like I'm polite. Um, but because of like the new Omicron or whatever it's called. Um, so last week at Shepherd, the kids went like virtual. So that was already hectic as it was like trying to do Zoom, but also like have some kids in the classroom. And then this week we allowed more kids to come back. And so I was only there on Monday and then Tuesday for like half the day. And then I went home. So I haven't been at work all week because I'm in quarantine, but it has been kind of overwhelming, but at the same time, just trying to be really flexible and just work with it. But it's been kind of hard. And like, I wish I could just see all the kids and we, I wish I didn't have to do like zoom and stuff, but I know. Yeah. Keep on trucking, girl. You're doing good. Yeah. How I don't think I'll be ready to left? go back to work, though. Oh, you won't? No, I'm like, I'm just going to be so used to this. That's going to be weird going back. So will that, <laughs> would that, would the goal be Tuesday? Uh, yeah. Okay. Because after the holiday on Monday, the spiritual day, the MLK yeah. spiritual day, I'm going to be, mm-hmm. I'm going to zoom, I'm going to zoom in on that. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to. No. Sweet. all about the zoom how about you maddie how's how's your covid journey been so this has been like a wild ride because um last week i was supposed to attend passion conferences in orlando um but i found out that so over christmas break i had dinner with a family that works at shepherd um and i was so excited to have fellowship with them and then like eight hours before I was supposed to leave for Atlanta, I got a text that I was close contact uh, with a COVID positive person at that dinner. Oh no! Um, and so I had to stay home from passion, which God works in all kinds of ways. You just kind of have to trust your, where you're supposed to be at. Um, mm-hmm. And then, so I was in quarantine until Atlanta. When was I in quarantine until like that? tuesday or something like that yeah last week Mm -hmm. and then i went back to work and then i immediately left the following day because i had drill with the national guard in florida um so we were out in the field so that just means like staying outside with like no like buildings or air conditioning like we're just camping essentially for a training exercise and I kind of felt weird, but I was like, no, nah, it's just because I'm in the field. Like, I haven't been getting good sleep. I haven't rested at all. I'm exhausted. Um, and then I didn't really feel too great on Monday morning. But I, again, I was like, no, it's just residual from being in the field. And then I tested on Tuesday and I was positive. 
So I've been in quarantine for a while. Okay. If I'm putting you guys' stories together and other conversations I've had with you, one of you, did one of you give it to the other one? Do you, th- you think? Yeah. 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 Who do we blame, do we blame here? Who do we blame? Maddie. Me. Maddie did it. Okay. Yeah. Is there, is there, is there any other relational collateral damage that's taking other people out with this, with this particular exposure? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Just, just like, you're so special, Anna. She just took <laughs> you out. I tested yeah. negative like three times last week before I went to Florida because I had to notify my command that I had been in quarantine. Um, but they were like, no, if you tested negative, then come on, let, let's go to the field. And I was like, okay. So. Cool. And, um, okay. I, there's so many, I just want to ask all these random questions, but I'm going to try to follow the notes that I sent to you ladies that you like took the time to write in about, but I want you to tell your stories and stuff. So let's just start with your shepherd roles and then we'll get into some more of your backstory. And I have a, I have a suggestion to try a little interesting twist on sharing your backstories. Um, so, but, but first just, just share with me, like, I, I don't know anything about Shepard and um, what you do at Shepard, who you work with, kind of what, how you're part of the mission there in your different roles. I think Maddie does a really good job at explaining this better than I do. So why don't you take it away about what Shepard is? About what Shepard is like generally? Yeah. Oh, you, what, what, well, what you what you do with Shepard, and I think we'll we'll get a, we'll get an idea of that. But I want to hear about what you do. Um. So I'm a person that goes on like kind of long explanations, like including technicalities. So sorry in advance. Um. Please be thorough. I I will be thorough. So okay. um, I'm a bridge student, which means that I work in an organization that collaborates with Indiana Wesleyan University and Shepard Community Centers. Um, I'm a ministry major, um, but that will change over into a, an addiction studies program or an addictions counseling program. Um, once I start pursuing my bachelor's, um, so right now it's an associate's in ministry and I work with our student ministries coordinator, Renee, bouncing between different after-school programs that Shepherd hosts, um, so right now I'm bouncing between our elementary program, which is at Shepherd Community Centers, and then one that's at Cornerstone Lutheran Church with middle school and high school students. So kind of all yeah. levels of education there. Okay. Um, and then also I'm working a little bit with AXIC, so I'm going to go visit some colleges and talk to some AXIC students, um, which is a program that Shepherd runs to help um, college students get through college, essentially. It funds their tuition. Um, and then... In March, I will be helping substitute for Miss Jessica, who runs um, a contracted after-school program with an Indiana public school called School 58, which is actually where Lana works. Wow, what a segue. That was professional. (laughs) Lana, that's that's your cue. (laughs) Okay, so um, I'm a fellow, um, so I'm working full-time at Shepherd. And so part of my hours, I work at the academy at Shepherd, which is like their school. And I work in the fifth grade classroom and I'll go to the fourth grade classroom sometimes and work in there and just help the teacher out wherever she needs and just be like a classroom aide and just build relationships with the kids and just love on them, but also helping the teacher out. And then I also 
um, help with the after school program at school 58. And yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I would like to hear how you how you got to shepherd like how you found out about it what that journey was like when you started at shepherd i know lana's part of her story better than i know yours maddie i mean i remember alan and i talking about your name and your application and everything because i was seeing it but he was the one that was kind of like you know journeying along with you while i was kind of the one doing that with lana and then tagging alan in um, but here's what I was thinking about trying, and maybe it's just, it's just a dumb idea, but I was like, I wonder if you could, t- if you could tell each other's stories, like if oh. you, if you guys know each other well enough and then like the other one could correct the other one be like, no, 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 or no, you need to add this part. And I just thought that would be really messy and fun. I think yeah, it's going to be messy. Okay. <laughs> is it, is it too messy? Cause, cause let's choose our own adventure. Uh, option a, you tell your own story. Option B. Kenny's bad idea. Which one do you want to do? I kind of want to tell Maddie's story, though. It's kind of okay. funny. I want to try this. Okay. Maddie's um, agreeing. Who goes first? Solana's going to go first? And then, go you, first. and then you can correct, Maddie. You can wait till the end when she's done and be like, did I get it? Or you can be like, stop, hold up. No. Okay. Can we tell each other's and then correct each other's? We're, ha- we're setting ground rules right now to a game that's never been created. Lana, do you do you agree to that guideline that Maddie has just proposed? That we correct after we share? Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Okay. So moved. So moved. If I remember what you said. Is there a second? Second? Yeah. The, the amendment passes. All right. Let's proceed. Okay. So Maddie is from tampa florida um and so she was involved at a nazarene church there and they the church was sending a mission group to go to kentucky and she wasn't gonna go because she just felt like it wasn't the right time like she just wanted to you know do some school and like just do some other stuff just didn't really feel like right now was the time and so um they were gonna go and then a family from the church got COVID and they couldn't go and someone from her church paid a full ride for her to go to Kentucky on this mission trip so she went on this mission trip um with Encuentro and I'm pretty sure that she was a leader because I don't remember if it was like a youth like trip or something but um the there was Um, this guy was talking his name was Sean and um, I don't know what they were talking about but I think he encountered her a few times and he was like hey you have a call to ministry and then one day he was like you need to talk to Alan and then he like gave her her phone number and stuff and then she got like started the process and then she moved here a few weeks later (laughs) So that's Maddie's story. <laughs> what do you think? So know, what do you think, Maddie? Oh, well that was that was pretty good. I I think that you did a really great job um telling like my backstory with Shepherd. It's like 
the only thing was that the family didn't get COVID until like the morning that we were supposed to leave for the trip. So it was like, there's like, I feel like the enemy was like fighting against it, which is like this weird thing. But I feel like he like really didn't want me to go. Um, I, I don't think he wanted me to figure out that like there was a deeper calling. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how I ended up here. But yeah, Lana did a really great job. Okay. Thank so you. before before you do Lana, I want I want to ask one more. I want to ask you to give a little bit more backstory to your um to your story, uh, Manny, because I've heard you share um, your story a more in depth, um, but not like Lana has, not like other people have that are that are around you. I'm really curious about the military aspect of it and like when when how that started for you and what that journey is up to today. Cause I'm really excited of recent developments. I want to, I want you to share about that. Yeah. So, um, I always, I've actually sat on like military boards where like sergeant majors have asked me like, why'd you join the army? And every time I joke and I tell them that my volleyball recruiter or my volleyball coach was my recruiter. And, um, and she said I could start if I enlisted and so I started the next week. That, that's always the joke that I tell. Was that because really the motivation? It's true. My volleyball coach was my recruiter. Like, that's completely true. Um, but no, she was just kind of like, you don't have to enlist if you just take the ASVAB. Like, just take it and see. And I was like, okay. Um, and, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I thought about how I didn't really know what I wanted to do, like, for a year. Um, and I wanted to do something different than just like stay home and party with all the state college kids. Like I wasn't really about that. Um, so I went to something called recruitment sustainment program with the national guard and I ended up excelling in it and I really liked it. So then I was like, okay, let's do it. And, um, and I did basic training in August of 2019, but, um, since then, I was in a field artillery unit in Florida, in Tampa. Um, even after I moved to Indiana, I was drilling with them. Um, I did something called Best Warrior Competition with them, which helped me um, on the track to my first Army Achievement Medal, which was really cool. Um, you don't really get those kind of opportunities to meet higher command and, um, and just be a part of something um, that big as a lower enlisted soldier but that was cool. Um, but the traveling has been super exhausting as far as traveling back and forth from Indiana to Florida. So my last drill was this previous weekend, the one that I probably contracted COVID at. Um, yeah. Yeah. Last, last yeah. drill in Florida. Yeah. So I turned in my gear and, um, I just got my unit assignment yesterday. So cool. So when, when will you have your first like weekend with them? And that part, I don't know yet. I don't have even a unit location. I just know there's a signal unit attached to a specific infantry division okay. in Indiana. Okay. Right. Isn't, isn't the National Guard deployed in Indiana right now to help alleviate with, like, COVID crisis I care so. standards and stuff? Different mm-hmm. places? It's one of the states that I, that I saw that at. But okay, thanks for thanks for giving some more backstory on that. But I mean, Lana apparently did a really great job with everything else. So thank you. We have it on the record, and now it's Maddie's she turn. Did. Now it's Maddie's turn to see see and share what she knows about Lana. 
I'm kind of nervous, honestly. By the way, I can't do it as well as Lana just did. I just want you guys to know that. I, full disclosure, Lana did such a great job. <laughs> um, so hey, who is it? Is it Lana or is it Lana? I'm confused. Who are we talking about? Is there the, the other person that it's Lana, right? I go by both. I prefer both of them. I like both. People call me both. Um, I just get upset. I get upset if people change what they call me. (laughs) I called her Lana earlier and she was like, what did you just call me? (laughs) It was scary. Hold on one second, ladies. (laughs) Can you ladies hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Sorry. I th- my brother dialed a phone number and my headphones switched over to the phone while I'm staring at the computer. Do you know, we have that Apple TV thing in this room behind me in that cabinet. And sometimes when my son's home from college and he's watching TV and I'm in the other room and like I'm on my iPad watching something, it'll pop up like AirPods now connected to Apple TV and it'll be an option on the screen. And he'll be watching some dumb video on YouTube where they're like hollering and yelling and like playing some game. And all of a sudden I've got like Starcraft or Sunday or whatever, like in my head. I'm like, it's not what I'm watching. Stop it. He's laughing here. Now it's (laughs) happening with my phone and my my brother. Okay. So apologize. I apologize. Got really distracted. Rabbit trail. Okay. Lana. If I say Lana, I'm correct. And if I say Lana, I'm correct. No, you can't call me Lana. (laughs) I didn't see. I didn't catch that part. You said you're okay with either one. I call you Lana. Yeah, but That's... you can't change what you call me. You can only cho- you can only call. Play, call I can't me change back and forth. I got to choose one. Yeah. yeah. And okay, so chose- Maddie, Maddie has chosen Lana, and yep. I and I have more historically said Lana, and so now yep. I need to stick with that. Otherwise, you and I have beef. Is that how that goes? Yep. Yeah, yes. we do. <laughs> you know what? I think that's fair. When you but when. But when you introduce yourself, how do you say your name? I say Lana. I think that's what Jesus calls you. So that's what I'm going to call you too. All right, whatever. I just made it spiritual. I just went there. All right. (laughs) I'm going to shut up now so we can hear all about Lana from Annie. (laughs) Okay. So Lana, forgive me because I'm going to butcher this really bad yeah um so <laughs> yeah, she, yeah she's, she's planning on it um i know that you got your pen and paper out to take notes so that you can make the corrections oh at the end here oh you yeah, should get, you should get ready. probably gonna need a journal about it go to a counseling session too we'll, we'll see what happens i know that lana grew up um maybe like an hour north of minneapolis right mini mini is that how you say that minneapolis <laughs> not Minneapolis that's really bad um pick one you have to say it one way you can't go back and forth Minneapolis okay right sure okay um in Minnesota so she's used to the cold she loves the cold um and so she grew up in the Nazarene church um she did have a church community at one point she was separated from that church um, I think up until probably early high school, right? That you you were separated from that church until you moved back. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, she's looking at me like I'm crazy. 
I know she moved churches. She definitely moved churches. Um, and then she came back to the one that she grew up around. Um, and so after she graduated high school, she worked a summer. Um, she was well, she was working at Walmart late high school, and then she worked a summer doing carpentry because she wasn't really sure what she wanted to do. Um, she knew that college wasn't for her at the time. So she was like working in carpentry because she tried it in school and really liked it. Um, but then she reached out to her NYI president or her NYI president may have reached out to her. Um, and she knew about Shepherd Community Centers and she was like, hey, I have this cool opportunity for you. And then that's how Lana and you got linked up about Shepherd and talking about Shepherd. Um, and then... Lana moved in like I want to say three weeks later if, if I'm not t- like I know that's super butchered but I'm some of that stuff is true like a good <laughs> 60% I mean I guess I mean it's it's mostly correct but I mean not the way that I would say it I guess okay <laughs> Do you want me Is to it correction you? time? Yeah. If, yeah. If okay. Okay. Um. So I think you did good, Maddie. Thanks. It was it was pretty good. I would I would say, but there was just some flaws in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So I didn't grow up at that church. So we started at a different church, half an hour away. Um. And then in like 2008, we stopped going there because we were half an hour away and gas prices went up and we just really couldn't afford to drive to church so many times a week on that kind of gas and it was just really expensive so then we just started going to a church down the street and we went there up until I was a freshman and like we were still involved in like the Nazarene community and we still went to camp we still went to family camp and um still talk to people and everything and we did really miss going to the Nazarene church and then finally we, we did go back and I just really craved that community um that we had at camp just because like my old church like didn't have the greatest community and we just felt super left out and I didn't have any friends there which was really hard to grow in my faith with not having really any church friends and so then we went back and then we went to that church I mean we still go there I mean I don't because I live in Indiana now um and I never really wanted to like I never knew what I wanted to do with my life I knew college wasn't really what I wanted to do and I didn't think it was the place for me um but then senior year of high school I took a wood shop class and I really enjoyed that a lot and I was like well why don't I go to trade school And so that was the path that I was going to do this fall. I was going to go to trade school in Minneapolis and I'd be done by like March and then I'd start working. Um, And I uh, was working at Walmart at the time, just like a high school job. And then I did get a working job in the summer. Um, But at camp this year, um, as I was telling everybody what I was going to do this fall, I just really didn't feel fulfilled. I just didn't feel like that was the right thing going to trade school. It just didn't feel right at all. And I was talking to my NYI president and then she mentioned Shepard because she is connected to Shepard and works with them. And so we looked over like the website because she 
you know, know, knew about like the fellowship program and we filled out an application. And then the next morning, Kenny messaged me and I was like, oh, this is something's going on here. I definitely feel like this is a God thing. And so we were talking to Kenny and then I had interviews and five weeks later I moved in. So, I mean, you got it right, but just not, I guess, how I would expect. Filling in some filling in some details. Yeah. It's been it's been fun to see how how you two have become friends. And and Maddie, did you get there? Where is it two weeks ahead of Lana? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um hey, just a heads up, my Zoom account is telling me I've got seven minutes and twenty-nine seconds left to record, which is unusual because I thought I was on Shepherd's. I signed in with Shepherd's admin on theirs, which is like a premium account it said so, parker so, wade it did yeah i was like my who is parker oh my gosh i am just a i am failing in the tech department today parker is my eldest son um want to see something really cool i learned from my high school son brayden yesterday we were doing some rock climbing at a gym with my brother and parker he did the i said i, I turned to brayden i said hey brayden how are you feeling because he had homework to do and he's got a quiz today but i convinced him to come to the rock gym with you know dad and uncle chris and big brother and i looked over at him and brayden was going like this he went like this i said brayden how you doing and he goes <laughs> and i was like that was pretty awesome <laughs> enthusiastic thumbs up where you yep. have to like push your own th- have you ever seen anybody do that no these are the type of children i'm producing okay so it's my fault, not my wife's fault. Here's what I want to do. We're going to pause. I'm going to figure out which Zoom account I should be on. And I'm going to resend you a link, okay? Okay. Sounds good. Don't, don't go anywhere. We know. We know it's a quarantine joke. Was, man. It's okay. Really bad dad It's so old, isn't it? When do you get out, Maddie? Tuesday. Same. The same as, well, I mean, really Sunday. Yeah, that's okay. just when we go back to work. But I think okay, Tuesday. I'm done with Monday. Yeah. But are you, you're done on Monday? When can you like leave your room and feel good about it because you reached the quarantine like minimum? <laughs> For me, probably Sunday. Okay. Yeah. Like I might go so, to church on Sunday. We'll see. I don't know if you can stream the History Channel, but I've really been enjoying Great Escapes with Morgan Freeman. Um, it's all about <laughs> if all the the Great Escapes from prison. Um, okay. throughout history so i just just something to look into while we pause and uh also i'll send you an invite by email and by text and we'll be back at it sweet okay. all right you reached the phone number for kenny wade you could please leave your name number a brief message. We'll get back to you, you real soon. You are hired. Hired. Yes. I didn't know we were interviewing today. Okay. This other goofy me. What is that? Oh, you're such a good at drawings. No, you're really good at drawings. This. this is Kelsey. <laughs> Kelsey drew that, or that's no, supposed to be a picture of, of Kelsey. Someone drew this of Kelsey and said, This is you. How did Kelsey feel about that? I don't know. 
house she gave well, it's hanging in Lana's room. Yeah. <laughs> it's hanging. How did she feel? She <laughs> she discarded it and it's someone else. And 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 Lana is hanging it up. Um, not because she thinks it's a great likeness of Kelsey, she just finds it hilarious. Am I am I wrong in any part here? No. <laughs> Are you eating off of it? Is it paperware or like no, it just hangs there. <laughs> She like rewashes it every time. You should just rewash it. Yeah, you should just eat off of it. No, because the ink will come off. Yeah, it'll smear. It'll become abstract. You can turn it into an NFT and just, you know, for days, dollar bills, y'all. People would bid on that. They would. They would. It'll be a. It'll be a crypto digital revolution. Mm-hmm. Think creative revenue stream, Lana. Okay what are we even talking about where are we do we have notes for this podcast thing like what is the what are we doing <laughs> this is your podcast who, who did somebody draft some notes and send them to everyone so we could stay on track here it was you okay um how are you guys doing for time because i have till tuesday <laughs> i'm over it you guys doing it okay too soon always yeah we too got it soon. kenny we got it lana i thought it was funny when you're like i guess we could do the podcast but we're in both in quarantine so i'm not sure how we would do that and i was like mm, on our computers maybe well, i mean i don't know if you wanted us to sit by each other or something so <laughs> i mean it's like i mean that'd be, that'd be cool now, but now that we both have it we can I can go see her. You know, I prefer you just yell across the hallway. I've been enjoying that. Maddie! It seems pretty effective. (laughs) Hey, when you guys watch Great Escapes with Morgan Freeman, you'll learn how to pass notes while you're in a prison cell. You know, you can like, you just get a piece of string and a little paper clip and the thing and then you... Or, uh, have you seen the show? Um, I don't know what channel it's on. 60 Days In. Have you seen that one? where people volunteer to go into the, the county lockup or the city jail. And then their, their whole goal is to become informants and report back about how much contraband is getting into the jail. Okay. Some people don't even make it past intake. They're like, I can't do this. I can't breathe. This is just, I need my freedom. And then other people are like, they go rogue. They like, they get in there and they just become a part of like the prison population and black market. And they like, don't want to leave. They're like, I found my, found my calling in life to be a criminal institutionalized. So don't, don't do that. Don't get used to this. Don't go COVID on us. Okay. Maddie, come on. Okay. I'm looking at the notes now. What are you learning? What are you learning so far, Shepard? I mean, you guys are there five months now? Yeah. Yep. Something like that? Five months and two days for me. Like, in two days, it'll be five months. Okay. What are you learning in five months at Shepherd as, as a as a bridge student that's a part time fellow and a full time student working on an associate's degree, Maddie, and then Lana that's a full time fellow at Shepherd. What are you learning? Um. Well, so I grew up in like an area 
where it was mostly like middle class and like upper class people I would say it didn't it wasn't really a poor area so moving to this side of town has really showed a lot like with those kind of differences and just like that kind of spectrum um but also like how the different groups I guess handle things and just like their attitudes and just just seeing that perspective and just seeing the different groups but also like I also uh, came from a very white community so I'm seeing a lot of you know different groups of people and just seeing how they interact as well which has been really cool but also just learning like each and every day how to be the hands and feet of Jesus every day all day and just how to do that better and how to serve people and just love them like no matter their story or who they are or what they look like or what they're going through. Awesome. Thanks. You're welcome. It's important, important stuff. Have you guys done poverty 101 yet? Have you had that training yet with Shepard? (laughs) Who was your recruiter, Lana? Someone failed you. You. We could only do so much at a time. But it's we're way past time with Poverty 101. The stuff that Shepherds produced there has been super helpful to me over the years, like personally, my perspective. Um, and uh, there's just there's video resources for it that we could like talk through together and stuff. But um, I'll get right on that. I'll get right on that. Maddie, what are you learning? Um, so I didn't grow up in church at all. Um, I took what Nikki P and I like to call the scenic route to Jesus um and the scenic route is not fun um but it's a light-hearted way of of kind of you know saying how you came to Christ and um something that's been super interesting is realizing that ministry I've I've been talking about this probably for weeks Linda's probably tired of hearing it but um ministry as a concept of with and not to um because whenever we think of like a pastor in a church we think oh yeah there's this person that stands up in the front and you know preaches at everybody and then you know everybody goes home and but ministry is so much more than that as a concept of like loving with people suffering with people crying with people you know being overjoyed with people um because that's truly what jesus did i mean jesus wept for the death of lazarus he was an emotional man you know an emotional human being and um and i think that's a lot of what um I guess draws people away from um from the church um in general I guess and I and I don't mean to come and like criticize the church because who who has the authority to criticize the bride of Jesus but um but I think that it draws people away the fact that it's an us and them um concept sometimes when it needs to be just a we concept um and that's been really amazing to see and, and to interact with in my time here at Shepherd so far. That's cool. Thank you for sharing that. Um, I hear what you're saying about being critical of the church. Let me share something. This is not corrective. This is testimonial on my part, but I just, I want to, I want to share with you my perspective on that. And there, you feel free to disagree with me or not care. And there'd be plenty of people that disagree with me, but here's what I think. Like I'm, I'm born and raised in the church. I'm called to the church. Um, I'm called specifically within the Nazarene church. And I'm grateful for that. And I'll go wherever God wants me to, but this is where God has nurtured me. And, and, and um, that's, 
that's precious to me. I am critical of what I care for. And mm-hmm. um, I'm critical of the church. Whenever, if you ever hear me being critical of something, you're facetious or whatever, not, not that my attitude doesn't need corrected, or I might be, you know, inappropriately, um, je- you know, jesting about something, but um, I'm critical because I do desperately care. And I want to be a part of what God wants to do and the, how what God wants to change of the church from within, not from without and not casting stones. And, yeah. and, and also I am the bride. I can critique myself. I'm the bride of Christ. I am the church. I'm a part of the church. We're part of the church together. I look in the mirror, I take a self awareness evaluation. And so that's the way, and again, not corrective, not like I disagree with you. Um, I think that people are critical of the church uh, unnecessarily. But um, I don't think the bride of Christ gets a pass because I'm her. I don't yeah. know if that. No, that's fair. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I don't, I want to be, I think when we talk about the church in general, it's like, well, this pastor or this family or this person got hurt by the church. I say that. I've seen that. I feel that. I want to be a part of changing it from, from the outside in. This isn't about me, though. But I do wish, I want to talk with you guys. I don't want to just be like, I was the interviewer. Like, I want to. I want to get to know you and I want you guys to get to know me on a deeper level too. Um, is that okay? Is it okay yeah. that I add little just thoughts? Nope. Um, Lana, right now, where's my mute for Lana at? Okay. Well, that was mine. I don't know where Lana's mute is at. Oh, there it is. She's muted, Maddie. It's going to be so good now hanging out with oh, you. No. It's fantastic. No. Lana, can you hear me from across the hallway? Lana. No, she can't. Okay, she can't hear you. Okay. Okay. Ask to mute. Ask to unmute. Okay. Are you unmuted? No, I am. Now you're good. Wait, I want to see if you guys can hear me on the Zoom. So we mute. Do I do you you're gonna mute and we're gonna see if we can hear? Okay. Say it again. I can't. Let me let me turn up my microphone one more time. Maddie, if you were with us, give us a sign. No, you can't. You can't hear it on the Zoom. <laughs> I did. I actually did. It was very, it was very faint and a little bit creepy because I've watched some ghost shows and that was a little bit weird, but I it was totally oh, okay. you. Okay. I could hear you. Lana, you can hear me, right? Yeah. Okay. She's like sitting there going, how do you not hear that? <laughs> wow. This is more, f- I'm having more fun. Not that I thought that I was going to have, but like I'm having more fun than maybe I should. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, I do want to, I'm not joking right now. I want to make sure we're okay for time though. I'm going to keep working down through the notes here. There's not something like a meal or a call or anything like that that i'm interfering with you guys nope okay cool um what's something being at shepherd that surprised you neither one of you put anything in your show notes here i just wonder if you've come up with something since you looked at these did you have an expectation and it got like juked or something you didn't expect and you're like wow that's what this is like uh well the first thing that comes to mind is when I was like in the process of like being interviewed and I was like 
saying that I was going to Shepherd and just I was telling people like back at home and they were just saying like oh how much of a great place Shepherd was and how much I would grow not that it like did surprise me but like I wasn't ready I I mean it was just weird that like how much it like has made me grow mm. just like being here so like they were definitely very true about that but just I didn't I was just like I wonder like how like it's gonna happen or like how I'm gonna grow or you know what I'm gonna learn and stuff so yeah so is there is there something that and you sure don't have to but something like specific that you've noticed that you've grown in 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 the five months of being there so far I mean, just like with my relationship with the Lord, that has just gotten so much stronger and just being so much more rooted in him and just like serving people way better than like I have been and just being so much more involved. Um, that's a lot of growing. Cool. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Um, oh, gosh. Shepherd has been like this really great like i i hate to use the phrase but greenhouse um of (laughs) healing um i'm not trying to plug in the bible study but um but it really it it is it's this like incubator of healing and your relationship with god and so like having been in a position where i could travel back and forth and i have been traveling back and forth there's been like an epic culture shock every time i go back home and and i see um things that are happening that I'm like that's not normal um and things like that um without getting like on a super deep personal level but um it's it's shocking um how how good God God is I guess if that makes sense um it's it's shocking how so not even just how good God is but how good the environments that he blesses us with are when we actually seek them Right on. Thank you. What's hard? What's something that's hard? Difficult, challenging. Inconvenient. The password is. You want to go first? <laughs> um, I think that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be bold here. Um, yeah. And I think that there's this expectation, um, talk, like kind of going off like something that surprises you, but um, there's this expectation that when you start working in ministry, everybody, I think Pastor Jay was talking about this last night, that everybody is nice um, or that everybody, you know, has the same mindset about Jesus even that you do. Um, or, you know, every, like, even, I guess that we all have the same beliefs or that we all um, behave similarly. And that is so not true <laughs> on so many levels. It's like, no, um, you will be in arguments with people about things that you think are like common, basic knowledge about Christ. And, um, and it's not necessarily people have differing beliefs and that catches you off guard especially in your like work relationships um working in ministry so it's um 
it's been difficult to like that was like a shock for me but also it's refreshing it's nice that other people have different beliefs and you can learn from one another so um it's a work in progress I guess um I think what's been hard is like I'm having like a hard time like with self-discipline like making sure that I'm like having healthy habits because like I'm working 40 hours a week and I just really crave fellowship and I'm not setting my own time to do things for myself which is super important to like be replenished and just you know um just being recharged and like having that time to myself but also like making sure that I am having that time with the Lord as well. I'm really having a hard time with that. I mean, it's gotten a lot better, but I find that really challenging If since I'm like craving that fellowship so much. And I've definitely seen a lot of fellowship like over the Lord, but yeah, I've definitely noticed that. Cool. Thanks for sharing that ladies. Mm-hmm. It's pers- that's personal close stuff, you know? Um, but that those important things, those self, those self leadership things too. What one of my, I might have shared this with all of you, but I can't remember. But one of my mentors has always taught me and exemplified for me too, and helped me notice this with others, um, and in my own life. But self leadership is often the last area of leadership that an individual really gives attention to. But if it's where we start like Jay was talking about last night, every, I think it was Jay saying it, maybe it was my devotions this morning or both, but everything can flow from that. You know, once you set that, set those priorities, then everything, God can use all that and and flow from it. So I appreciate you guys sharing surprising things and hard things. What about rewarding things? What are you finding rewarding? You just love about being there. Um, I'm a very huggy person and one of the things that really made me happy is um, I'd walk into my classroom in the morning and like the first thing that happened was all the kids like got up and ran to come and hug me and that was like the best thing that I've ever seen and it made me so happy and it's like made me want to cry and just getting hugs from the kids or like over the weekend and coming back on Monday and then they run up to me like Miss Lana and then they just give me a big hug. I that's really rewarding and I just love seeing that. Sure. Makes me really happy. I can just imagine it. How about you, Manny? I I mean it always goes back to the kids. Like every time um like you hear a kid laugh and you're just like wow like that's God. Like it, like it, like quite literally kids laughter. Like when you hear like a child laugh at something you said to another teacher or, you know, I mean, you put me and Lana in a classroom together and the kids are like, what, what, why did they work here? Like, <laughs> um, but in, in the, in a good way, not in a like terrible, like you don't do your job way. Um, right. But I, it's so amazing to like, look back at like, when you think about like all the role models that you had when you were you know little or all of the positive adults that you had when you were little and you're like I could be that you know I could be that for a kid who doesn't have one you know um we used to do little trips to Y Mama um when I was with my church in Tampa and 
we went and we saw um, migrant farm working families and one of the girls that we were just talking to having a conversation she said I do not have an adult in my life that is a positive influence on me like I, I just don't have one and um and I don't think I'll ever forget that and you you get to be that for people get to be a part of that contribute that's cool yeah um if you were talking to somebody about what you're doing or you were sharing with somebody about why they should maybe apply to be a summer intern or a bridge student that I think of as like half a fellow, not like half as good, but like you're actually doing almost twice or three times with school. That's like, you're doing half and then full. So it's like 60 hours a week, 20 hours of shepherd and could be full-time school. I don't know if that's 40 hours really, but who knows? Uh, no, Patty's going, I'm a bridge student. No, no. And Maddie, am I understanding? I was talking to Angie yesterday. Bridge students don't have any classes right now. Um, yeah. So at least for me, I guess it's up per individual, but I have a two week block in between my next class and the one that I just finished. Is it, do they call it a J term with IWU? I haven't heard that phrase. So my son, the school that he goes to, they had a semester, the semester ended, but he's taking a J term, a January term. And it's one class. They have books for like one class and different students are in different classes. And then the semester begins at the end of January and they write it out through the spring. And so it's like a third short class block. I haven't heard of that. So, so you are in one or you're not in one right now? I'm not currently in one. Okay. So you don't have classes for the month of, until the end of January, like the 26th or something like that? Right. Is that kind of nice? Yeah. I'm actually starting to double my classes um, coming up here. I asked my mentor to double my schedule because this is taking too long for me. <laughs> so I'm like, ready to rip through it. Yeah. Can we please keep like, can we go? I yeah. saw that I had a block and I was like, oh, darn it. But a, but a bridge student can kind of pace at, at what at a level that makes sense for them so you've yeah. got like more capacity and drive and you're like bring on i did that i'm doing that i can handle more bring it on let's let's do this quicker right yeah. i think i i've also been in school a little bit longer because i took some courses at usf under different majors before i came here um and not all of them transferred so i'm just like that was a waste of time let me not waste any second that i have yeah. to keep going I got that perspective. Okay. Um, I diverged from the question, but if somebody, if, if you were going to share with somebody about why they should apply to be summer intern or bridge student or fellow, what would you say to them? Um, well, for me, just coming out of high school and like not knowing what I wanted to do, it's been a great opportunity just to do something different and not like go to college and learning it like a little break from that but at the same time still learning about you know how to serve people and still growing with the lord and making friends and kind of having a college experience i would say and like still moving out of the house and whatnot so it's been like a cool opportunity to just do something different and just commit like a year or two to just serve people and just grow nearer to the lord um and you're constantly being pushed on like 
with your relationship with the Lord, but also like learning again, how to serve people better and just, you know, growing more with yourself as well. So that's what I would say. Have you shared that with other have people asked, has there been an opportunity for you to share that yet? Like with other like high school students or well, th- like anybody other- that, that might be, I mean, I can think of one in particular yeah. who you share, who shared, you shared with, or somebody did, and it's from your district and you know, and now he's there at Shepherd as you know, week two. So you've already done yeah. it. Well, yeah, <laughs> I have. He who will not be named because he's not in this podcast right now. No. <laughs> we'll leave everyone guessing. Did you recruit um, him yeah, or I've did somebody told... else recruit him and connect them to you because you were already no, there? No, I've, I've told people about Shepherd and just like either people from home or just like other people like in the community in the area about Shepherd and like, like why I enjoy being here. And there's this girl back at home from my church and she's thinking about going to college and she just doesn't know if she wants to do that because it's kind of expensive. And I was like, well, you could be a bridge student and like, mm-hmm. you know, still get some college in, but also like, you know, work with people and just, you know, work in ministry and serve and have that aspect and just learn more. Bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. Well, Maddie, what would you tell somebody? Summer internship, bridge student fellowship? Um, I think that Shepherd. These programs within Shepherd are God's way of saying um, you don't have to have it all together. So a lot of people think that once you graduate high school or even into college or even graduating college, you have to know exactly what you want to do. But God quite literally like swoops into your life and is like, hey, here's this organization that you can still work, serve, learn, do all of these great things. And and you don't have to have it together. You don't need to be buying a house. You don't need to be buying a car. You don't like. Like there are so many options for you, um, but Shepherd is a really convenient one. I like it. Wow, what a challenge! There are there are lots of different ways to proceed into the future with God, and and be obedient. There's not just one path, you know. And sometimes I think we um, actually there is one path. I would I would say that there is one path in my estimation, my experience, and that's follow Jesus that can look lots of different ways and it may not be the same you know it's not gonna be the same from person to person interest to interest and but if god is leading all those things then 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 it'll probably be fulfilling and it'll probably be right for the season you know good stuff um i didn't write this in the in the questions i sent to you but i'm i'm curious um, what a scripture is that's helpful for you? One of you shared scripture in the in the show notes here, but what's what's a scripture that's helpful for you in your journey in your life? Maybe in this particular season with Shepherd. Yeah. So Lena, I I was the one who shared, so I like I already have it. Yeah, I know. I'm just looking at. If you're down. Um. So let me open it. It's from the book of Joshua, actually. Um, I was, I, I've been thinking, this has been on my mind for a long time, um, but it, like, you ever have sermons that, like, your brain bounces back to, like, every mm-hmm. once in a while? Sure. Um, my youth pastor from back home, he taught a sermon on, um, 
being all in he he taught a whole series on being all in and that truthfully like impacted me to my soul and um and joshua 24 14 15 um says now fear the lord and serve him with all faithfulness but if serving the lord seems undesirable to you then choose for yourselves this day whom you will serve and um and that's just saying pick a side like um and don't be wishy-washy don't be flimsy about it like pick a side and stand to it I think um a lot of non-believers or a lot of people who are skeptical of the church um might think that once you choose to be a Christian you're choosing to be soft and um and that's not the case because the Mm -hmm. call is bold and the call it sometimes it's scary um but the call requires strength and so in that pick a side and stick with it and don't be flimsy. Um, and that's like, what's been helping me through, um, a lot of this stuff, a lot of tackling, um, things that I came from, I guess, like every time I go back to Florida, I'm like, well, nope, I picked a side and I'm sticking with it because it's the Mm. good one. Um, so yeah, that just, um, that comes to mind. Appreciate that. Speaks to me. Thank you. Um, this one just kind of like sticks out right now, just with like this season of life. I've just been struggling with, I guess, staying focused and, um, I don't remember where it's from. It's just my home screen on my phone and (laughs) I forgot where it was from. Um, we destroy every obstacle that keeps people from knowing God and just make, like, it's just really helped me just making sure that I'm staying focused, like on the mission and just not on my thoughts and my selfish desires and that's really helped me a lot and I just like constantly think that throughout the day and wherever I am that's one of my favorite is it is it the one is it is it second corinthians I think so I'm pretty sure the reference isn't with your 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 screensaver there it doesn't say because I cropped it out is that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is that the one that also talks about taking all our thoughts captive to christ yeah 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 yeah. it's one of my yeah. favorites it's and it's so pl- i love it because it talks about obstacles i just love anything mm-hmm. like anything about a spear throwing spears in scripture or overcoming obstacles i just absolutely love it i key in on those <laughs> things i twist them to have christ-centered meanings in my life cool well thank you for sharing scriptures that are meaningful to you um I'm going to wrap it up for us. You've let me have a lot of your time today and I appreciate that, but I was wondering if you have any just parting thoughts for us in this conversation or to add to anything you've shared so far, or if somebody's listening and they're wondering about maybe applying to be a part of internship fellowship at at Shepherd, any, any parting thoughts in any department? Um, Yeah. So to anyone that's like, that would consider going to shepherd or is considering pursuing ministry, um, whether they're leaving a certain phase of their life or they're interested in leaving a certain phase of their life, say graduating high school, or you're tired of the state college you're going to, or, you know, you just graduated college, um, be strong in that. And there's power in prayer. Um, you don't have to jump on something just because God has written on it, um, because the devil is deceitful. Um, and maybe it looks like something is completely God given and it's not, you never, um, you don't really know until you've actually prayed on that and you feel God's in your life. So, um, I would just advise to 
pray um, and discern. Solid. Lauren, anything to add? I can't think of anything right now. Well, don't I'm force it. For the love, don't force it. I would like to pray to officially wrap it up and i'd like to just chat with a little bit more i got a couple of got a couple of just kind of loose end questions but do either one of you want to pray too if you're if you're raising a hand i can't see it off screen so i'm assuming there's no hands being raised virtually or analog okay so you're both, you're just trusting me to talk to Jesus on all three of our behalf, and you're going to be happy with whatever that is. All right. I mean, that's on you now. So let's get into this. Lord, thank you for the time together. Thank you for my young and awesome sisters in the Lord and youth. Um, they sometimes just get so idolized in people's lives and imagination and culture, but it's something that we get through and something that we move on from, but the wisdom that these ladies have, the joy and the journey that they've chosen in faith in you, Jesus, it inspires me and they're growing and they're teachable spirits. It's contagious. It's, it's just inspiring. It, it just um, encourages me and challenges me on to go deeper and to love more and to be more available to you and those around me, Lord. So thank you for the time spent with them leading up to this and the time today um, and the opportunity in the future together, but that they're right where you've led them to and be obedient to you. And I commit them back to you and just ask for healing from the COVID and for their time in quarantine to be redeemed in multiplicity of ways, both internally and externally, um, with joy that doesn't make any sense and a contentness that it just seems like, where'd that come from? And just the goodness and sweetness of your grace and your presence, Jesus. And thank you. Thank you again for their friendship. In your name, Lord. Amen. Ready, break. Okay, it was just me. All right. I enjoy you, ladies. Thanks for spending some time with me. Thanks, Ken Dog. Appreciate you. And I'll, um, if we don't message before, I'll just see you virtually in our spiritual day on Monday with mm-hmm. Reverend Tillman. That's going to be, it's going to be legit legit.